Hi guys, this is my very first podcast and I love you for being here. I'm nervous, I'm excited, and have been more than ready, longer than I have allowed myself to do this, and I'm very emotional. I decided to finally stop holding off and just get right to it. Because in a time like today, you really can't put anything off and I can't make any excuses anymore. I'm definitely not going to go into a huge intro about myself yet because give me a little bit because I am emotional (laughs) because there is a lot of work that goes into shadow work that a lot of us ignore. We don't always give ourselves time or permission to stop and process things that have happened to us or outside of us. The space to heal is something that's very foreign to people, even for me. And I hope, I hope that through this podcast, you can dig deeper with me. This can be our journey and our space. So I definitely want to get to it. And what brought me to the shadow work, which it all began, (laughs) quite frankly, after my breakup. You know, months after, with the roller coaster ride that followed, things got to a point where I truly felt like I needed to cut my ex off so that I wouldn't get hurt to protect myself and my heart since I knew I couldn't expect that from him as much as I wanted him to be that person. And he questions why I wanted to distance myself completely. He wasn't a fan of that. I needed more space where I know I requested (laughs) to no longer co-parent our dog. Some of you are hissing at me while others are probably like, yes, queen. And there may be a group of you that are still wondering, but hold on. What the hell did you just say? (laughs) It wasn't a thing to me, truthfully, until it was a thing to me. So this roller coaster ride was a lot and I needed to cut all contact, wipe him out of my life, control alt delete from social media accounts, from my phone, remove traces of photos from everywhere and hold his funeral without any eulogy and just walk away. Because that's always what I've done and who I was, was. Truth is, if we need to uh, scale back as we would, because shadow work are just deep roots down there that we don't realize what's, what's holding us back or what is causing us to act or be in certain ways. But with the shadow work, you start to understand yourself more. So at 14 years old, I lost my oldest brother. He was the all-American karate kid with the black belt, track and football star, an amazing cook. He lit up any room he walked into. He left people better than he found them. He was playful, funny, charismatic. And those are his accolades, some of them, before he passed away when he was six, sorry, 18. He was just too amazing of a human being with, with, with some anger issues <laughs> to those of you wondering how, okay, this man doesn't exist. Um, so there goes one vice, but it never trumped who he was. My family, those he loved and loved him, we all lost him. And 
I wasn't just his baby sister. I, I was his golden sibling that had his heart and he absolutely had mine. And to my siblings that are listening, very sorry. I keep trying to tell you guys. <laughs> and I think I'm going to keep reminding you of this. But when I lost him, I didn't, I didn't want to live. I felt like I died a million times where being awake and alive was more painful than being asleep. And that waking up was reliving the pain over and over again. I solemnly swore, I promised myself that I would never want to feel that pain again. (sighs) The even more painful thought was knowing that it was only the beginning because he was the first person I lost that meant so much to me. And looking around, I had a lot of people left. The loss crumbled me, like the journey of grief, as most of you have experienced, caused me to act out, creating limiting belief towards love and relationships. (sighs) Even family. At one point or at several points, I was on a rampage to just push people away. And guys, I have to say, God bless my sister when I was a teenager. I believe that if I can live through my brother's loss, then losing a friendship or even a boyfriend didn't matter. Now, that seemed logical at the time. It absolutely did. But it also hindered the way I treated my relationships. I ran from love. Or if I was in a relationship, my walls were so high. Some of you are not going to like this, but Trump would have been so proud. Not a great joke to many of you, but... I'm not kidding. And to get to the point of that, for years from running from love, I thought relationships would expire at some point. So if it crashed and burned or didn't work out, then it's okay because one less person to mourn over if they die. And oh my gosh, I know it sounds very cruel, morbid and heartless. But my point here is to be honest. So one day while using a self-help resource called The Pattern, which no, they do not sponsor. I do not get any checks from them. I, you know, for mentioning them, it's just an app that has helped me that one of my friends happened to just quickly be like, hey girl, check this out. You're really going to like it. And she told me nothing of what to expect. (laughs) So I'm going to do the honors of telling you what to expect. It's an app that gathers your birth date, time born, whether the moon was facing the sun, the wind blowing east and everything, and it spits out 99.9 accuracy of the cycles you are going through, the limiting beliefs, the pain or upbringing you may have had, the constructs of your relationships. It has been on point and it's so crazy to me. So one day it brought up the topic of grief and love and asked me to figure it out, how it's tied to each other. And I was like, what? (laughs) You're asking me to piece this together and make a mental breakthrough when I just had a legit emotional conversation about co-parenting my dog, don't laugh, (laughs) followed by a nap that just wasn't good enough. So I was restless. Mind you, for weeks, The app fed me my patterns, like it made sense of me to me. But for the first time, I was being challenged with these two matters that I thought were polar opposite of the other. 
until that day, I decided to step up to that challenge and confront what that meant. And I realized that death and loss of relationship is hard for me. That it actually means the same thing. I never knew that. That there was only one way I I knew how to deal with loss, which was by cutting it off completely, because that's how I understood death. And when any relationship ends, there is grief to any relationship that ends. To explain further, losing someone from death and relationship ending both cause pain from the feeling of loss. The difference is the intensity and the person that it didn't work out with is still alive. They're just not choosing you. And this, my friends, is where I learned how the two tie into each other. I never knew and never stopped to question it before. So, jeez, Louise. <laughs> I do hope that today you get to look at how grief and love intertwine for you and what loss you have experienced that has affected the way you treat love. So many other experiences factor into our love perception and at some point grief has affected it for us too. So I'd love to leave you on that note and my friends until we meet again.